2: Pregnancy is a magical time and an overwhelming experience. If you're an expectant mama, how do you keep it all in stride? And how do you keep your cool during these life-changing 40 weeks? Welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Jade Wu. Every week, I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. This week, we'll talk about something near and dear to my heart that is coping with anxiety during pregnancy. First of all, let's just acknowledge that pregnancy is really amazing. In 40 weeks, two cells go from just meeting each other to having turned into a tiny human. For some, having a baby is a surprise, and for others, the result of a long and arduous journey to conception. For some, it's a terrifying prospect, and for others, it's something they were born ready to do. For everyone, the experience is unique. But one thing everyone has in common when they're pregnant is that this is a special time full of change. For a pregnant woman, the amount of physical, mental, and existential change that can happen in such a short time can be really dizzying. And I would know because I'm actually currently pregnant myself. This is my first baby, and I'm expecting him to arrive in February 2020. So for me, I've been on the front lines of experiencing a mix of emotions, all happening on top of seismic changes in my body. During a process as life-changing as this, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. And it's totally normal to have anxiety during pregnancy. If you're pregnant and experiencing anxiety, you're in very good company. Approximately 60% of women will feel significant pregnancy anxiety at some point. This includes both mental components, like worrying about worst case scenarios and riding the extreme mood swings, and physical components like feeling tension and having a hard time relaxing into sleep. You may be particularly at risk for anxiety and other mood problems during pregnancy if you have a high-risk pregnancy, had previous difficulties with pregnancies or infertility, or you have high levels of stress in your life and relationships right now. That doesn't mean you're doomed to have a bad pregnancy experience, because even if you do experience some anxiety, it's totally normal to be nervous. After all, you're going through one of the biggest life changes that there is. To help yourself enjoy this time and take it all in stride, let's talk about some tips for keeping calm so you can carry on. Tip number one, educate yourself about pregnancy. A healthy amount of knowledge and preparation can go a long way toward easing anxiety about pregnancy and childbirth and everything that comes after. Often the things we worry about are scary because we don't know exactly what we're scared of. Ever notice how in horror movies, it's always the lead up to opening the door? That's the worst part. As the music is getting tenser, the dread is building because you don't know when the monster is going to leap out for that jump scare. Instead of stewing in your own vague, abstract, imagined fears during this lead-up, music-getting-tense moment, look the monster straight in the eye. For example, one thing many women are terrified of, including yours truly, is the pain of childbirth. Well, how can you blame us? (laughs) I've certainly had nightmares about what it's going to feel like and what it's going to do to my body and whether anything will go wrong in the process. It's gotten to the point where I've covered my ears and sang la-la-la when childbirth comes up in conversation, but I'm not doing myself any favors by sticking my head in the sand. Knowing what to expect and what your options are can be tremendously helpful. So talk to your healthcare professionals about your options for pain management. There are risks and benefits, for example, to getting an epidural. Knowing your options and the science behind them helps you to make an informed and empowered choice. Make sure you tour the place where you'll be giving birth. It can be helpful to just have an idea of where you'll be and how you'll be taken care of. Also take a childbirth preparation class. You don't want to be surprised. You'll learn that, for example, it's normal for the mucus plug to come out many days before labor starts. I'll let you Google that so I don't have to describe it on air. Uh, You'll also learn how a support person might be able to help you through the process, which can take off some of that pressure. Talk to your friends about their experiences, too. Even though every woman's childbirth experience is personal and unique, you'll at least hear that most people get through it fine, despite the scares. You might also learn some tips and tricks for keeping your cool during labor. Tip number two for keeping your cool during pregnancy is to ease anxiety by radically accepting uncertainty. So we just talked about preparation and getting educated, knowing what to expect. All that being said, there's only so much preparation you can do. Many of us tend to over-research and over-plan, thinking that the more we map out the impending birth experience, the better off we'll be. But the theme I keep hearing from everyone, moms and healthcare professionals alike, is that things never quite go as planned. In fact, you might be worried about something going wrong during pregnancy. There are certainly some possibilities that range from annoying to heartbreaking. You may be especially fearful if you've had pregnancy complications or losses in the past, or you had a difficult time getting pregnant in the first place. This type of worry is so tough because nobody can reassure you 100% that the worst won't happen. So much is outside of your control. Especially if you're the type of person that likes to plan, your diligence has always paid off in school or at your job. You might find that the same approach here to pregnancy can backfire because hard work doesn't necessarily guarantee you more control. So that's where radical acceptance comes in. Radical acceptance is an idea you already know instinctively. Every time you get into your car, you radically accept that you could die in a freak car accident but you choose to drive anyway because it allows you to pursue something else you value, whether it's seeing your friends, doing your work, participating in your community and in your own life. During pregnancy, this radical acceptance may take more practice. When you catch yourself Googling miscarriage rates for the fourth time, you may want to take that moment to check in with your emotions and your thoughts. The idea isn't to quell them These emotions and thoughts, or judge them, but to acknowledge how valid they are. Then, sit with them through the storm of discomfort that comes with the uncertainty. If you allow the discomfort for long enough without giving in to the urge to control your feelings, whether it's by hitting WebMD again or asking for reassurance from your spouse, I promise it will pass, or at least it'll become bearable.
0: Summer.
2: Tip number three, getting in touch with your pregnant body. I like to think of pregnancy as an especially good time to get in touch with your body in the here and now. There are so many incredible things happening during this unique time. Your body is building a new human and experiencing all sorts of sensations and needs. Maybe you're having some crazy cravings. Maybe your sex drive is different and at a certain point, you start to feel your little one kicking, hiccuping, and generally causing a ruckus inside. Don't miss out on these experiences by time traveling with your mind instead of hanging out with your body. Uncomfortable sensations like heartburn, back pain, swelling, pressure, or the occasional panic attack are definitely unpleasant. But if they're unavoidable, you might as well be there for them to earn your full mom badges, right? Appreciate that your body is doing all this to create a new life, and even the annoying parts are preparing you to be bonded, body and soul, to your future child. The more you pay attention to how you feel, the better you can respond to your body's needs. For example, if you have an office job, listen to those feelings of swelling and stiffness, so you can remember to take regular stretch breaks. Listen to fatigue and sleepiness so you know when to rest and when not to force yourself. Listen to the tension or jitteriness so you know you're carrying stress. Then, slow down to take some belly breaths and remind yourself of radical acceptance. You can practice all of this by doing a daily meditation like a body scan. And in addition to tuning into your own body, also tune in to the bodies around you. Tip number four is to calm pregnancy anxiety by getting lots of social support. As with any life change, having your village is your best shot at surviving and thriving. We humans are social animals, and until pretty recently, most cultures cared for pregnant and postpartum women by surrounding them with lots of sisters, aunties, moms, and friends. Just because we live more independently now doesn't mean we've outgrown that need. Not only do women need logistical support, like help with setting up the house to be baby ready, getting to prenatal appointments, managing nutrition, we also need knowledge and emotional support. So get some social support. Ask for details from your friends. There are some things that your healthcare provider, no matter how good they are, might not tell you in the terms that you need to know. For example, at my baby shower, I got some vivid descriptions of afterbirth self care that are, let's just say, graphic, but necessary. The nitty gritty details may be cringe inducing, but it's better to know than to be surprised when you've just given birth and a nurse hands you an adult sized frozen diaper. Also, reach for emotional support. Be clear about what you need from your spouse, parents, friends, even co-workers, strangers. You can't expect others to know whether you prefer practical advice or you'd just like some reassurance. Are you exhausted by hearing other people's birth stories or do you crave more information? You gotta speak up for yourself and ask for exactly what you need. And on the other side of that coin, you also have to practice accepting help. You may be an independent woman with Beyonce vibes, but everyone needs help during pregnancy and afterwards. There's absolutely no shame in accepting it. In fact, starting now, allow yourself to ask people for specific favors, like dog sitting or helping you assemble your crib. Thank them and refrain from apologizing for needing them. You'll need even more help after you give birth, so now's the time to practice accepting help gratefully and graciously so don't be shy in accepting help and getting in touch with your community getting in touch with your body radically accept what you cannot control while you best prepare for what you can by learning all about pregnancy that's the advice that i'm trying my best to follow myself and i'll let you know how it goes are you an expectant mama too or do you know someone else who is let me know how things are going. And if you want to know more about the mental health aspects surrounding pregnancy and new parenthood, you can reach me on Facebook and Twitter. I'm at Psych and also at PhD. If you'd like psychology tips delivered straight to your inbox, subscribe to the Savvy Psychologist newsletter. You can also make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing on Apple, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are found. Savvy Psychologist is audio engineered by Steve Rickiberg and edited by Karen Hertzberg. As always, Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and does not substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Thank you so much for joining me, and I will see you next week for a happier, healthier mind.